when I bought a bike, I instantly let go of it. And my obsession shifted because I felt the true impact of living. Hey guys, welcome to the Happy Way podcast, your go-to place for all things fun, happiness, well-being, growth, trust, and diversity. I am your host, Melissa Fideli, and I am here to inspire and connect everyone who chooses health and happiness so you can be your healthiest self and live life the happy way. Hey everyone, on today's episode, we have motocross and smoothie queen, Taylor Eve. You may know Taylor from the Happy Way Snapchat, where she gives us daily insights into her life and every day shares with us the most delicious Happy Way smoothies. Taylor has been on quite the journey over the last few years with her health, fitness and confidence levels. Today, Taylor shares with us her personal empowerment journey and how she has excelled in a male-dominated sport. So welcome, Taylor. Thank you so much for having me. It's so cool to be on here. Of course, of course. We had to get you on here. You've been part of the Happy Way fam for so long. So it's only right that you had to come on the podcast. <laughs> I know. I can't believe I've, I was looking back on yeah. my Instagram, seeing how long I've been with you guys. It is a long time. A long time. Like a very long time. Yeah, like since the start. So Let's actually talk about your journey with Happy Way Um, because, like we said, you've been with us since the very early days. How did that all come about and what have you gained through this journey being with Happy Way? Yeah, I have been with you guys for ages. So, yeah, it was when I first started my Instagram page um, and I saw Ashy Bynes, which is so crazy in hindsight because... Like I, I worked for Ashley for a couple of years after this. So yeah. the worlds are so linked, which yeah. I'll get into soon. But um, I ended up buying a packet because I was influenced by her. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was maybe the OG top of the chalk protein, like the, the yep. original. Yep. And I just became hooked. I just remember you guys had a massive sale and I bought like everything yeah. and more. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I was I was so hooked and um I actually remember like I I asked Hean about this not that long ago I'm like can you like check to see how much I've actually spent with you guys like yeah. in at that time period when I first found out about about you guys yeah. because it would have been a lot and he looked and he's like oh my god like you're like our number one customer oh my gosh get out <laughs> like one of yeah like I I spent a lot of money with happy way so but yeah, at the time, um, I started a, fin- a fitness Instagram page and was documenting my fitness journey. I was doing some personal training work as well. Yeah. And one thing that I was doing was sharing smoothies and smoothie bowl mm. recipes and doing that flat out on my Instagram. And I was always tagging Happy Way. Yeah. Um, and that kind of started to build my relationship with Happy Way. And because like mm. all of my recipes started to get featured on the Instagram page and we just yeah. stayed really connected. And then it progressed into me working with you guys. So I en- I ended up becoming an ambassador in October 2016, which oh is crazy. Oh my gosh, that's so long ago. <laughs> and I remember Hean and Ben, um, they invited me to one of the Ashy Bynes tours. I th- it was either Booty or Squad Tour in yeah. Sydney. And I just remember being in the crowd with my friend Livy and just being amongst it and we were there because of Happy Way. So lots of fun memories with the team there. But Aww. yeah, I remember the the next year, he and randomly asked me out of the blue if I wanted to look after the Happy Way Snapchat. Yeah. And it was just 
so crazy because the week before he asked, I actually sat down with two of my close friends and we set goals. Yeah. And one of my goal was to get out of my comfort zone because I was such a shy girl. Yeah. Like yeah. if you knew me back then, I was like so shy. Aww. Like yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. such a different person yeah, now. But wow. and then he and so I was like, I want to get out of my comfort zone. Maybe it's getting on camera more. Yeah. And then he had asked me that. Wow. <laughs> and so, so I was like, oh, okay, well, that's, that's my side. I'm going to go your do sign. it. Clear. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, so yeah, I started doing Snapchat and I just remember being so nervous to jump on there. Like mm. it was such a foreign world to talk to a screen yeah. for me. Like it was so out of my comfort zone. Sometimes I would like like write down exactly what I had to say. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, it all. just like know exactly what to say and kind of build my confidence. But from there, my, my confidence started to grow and mm. yeah, it was, it's just a really cool um, transformation that I've yeah. like kind of had since being with Happy Way. But yeah, since, since the relationship with Happy Way, like they, they also started to learn that I did graphic design. So I became a yeah. freelance graphic designer for you guys. Yeah. And a lot of work for you for a couple of years. So, so not only was I an ambassador, a Snapchat smoothie maker, yep. a graphic designer, I, I literally knew the brand inside out. And then I started touring with Happy Way for a couple of years for the fitness shows. And yeah, yeah like I always say this, but I, I honestly see Happy Way like as my second family. Like yeah. you guys, <laughs> you have such a special place Aww, in my heart. I love that. But, and <laughs> Like there's, there's so much to it. Like even from like back then, like to now, even like yeah. I've had so many life changes since I'm like, I've moved mm. from state to state and yes. Happy Way has always been with me and by my mm. side and supporting me like with everything. Um, I ended up landing my job uh, with Ashley Bynes, which I know he and was actually one of my references yeah. for me. So he gave, he gave the nod to the Ashley yeah. Bynes team yeah. for me and um, yeah, basically in that time period of working for Ashley, I stopped freelancing for Happy Way, um, just freelancing altogether, really. Yeah. And um, I did get the opportunity to still design some Happy Way packaging mm. for Ashley's, uh, Ashley's collaboration with yeah. Happy Way. So I was still involved with that side of things as well. Yeah. And then start like I started riding motorbikes, and, yeah. which I know that we'll get into soon. But yeah. during working for Ashley, I was riding bikes and you know, that was becoming my obsession. And I found myself still using Happy Way to really help me with my writing. So it was yeah. still a product that I was so reliant on. So mm. I'm still, a, I'm still an ambassador. I'm still on Snapchat. Yeah. And I, I just can't believe how much my life has changed during all this time of being connected yeah. with Happy Way. And Amazing. yeah. And, and as for what I've gained, like um, one of your questions, like um, I've definitely just gained so much confidence like yeah. with everything in my life because of you guys and Aww. um you know friendships like not only with like the happy way team but also yeah. friendships through the ambassador team mm. um self-growth not only in career but personal and I guess like I've just gained so much appreciation mm. for looking after my body so yeah, yeah. Hope yeah that answers that's your incredible question. <laughs> that does that's you know who would have thought from just buying a product online you know, trying something yeah. out because you saw someone else using it, that it would lead to all of these amazing things, you know, your your growth and your confidence, your fitness journey, your career opportunities. It's just, yeah. that's incredible. I love, I love that story. It's amazing. That, and that's why I wanted yeah. to get you on because I know that you have such an amazing story from the start 
you know, and yeah. you've really been there and supported the brand and supported Happy Way. And yeah, that's just so nice to see. So, wow. Yeah. Incredible. That's crazy. Yeah. I, yeah. When I was thinking about it, I'm like, holy moly, yeah. I have, my life has been insane since, since Happy Way. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's so nice. The boys are going to love yeah. listening to this episode. I know. <laughs> So now over the years, you have really been through lots of different cycles and phases of health and fitness, some healthy and others not so healthy. Can you tell us a little bit about your journey and how social media actually played a role in that? Yeah, yeah, I have. Like my my health and fitness journey started pretty young, purely for riding. The only reason I like started training was because I had to go to the AIS for a women's motocross camp um, when I was like, 16, I think. Okay. Only like a few girls in Australia got chosen to go. So I was like, yep, I'll go. Like, and, and then I was like, hang on, what am I getting myself into? I need to be fit to go to this. Yeah. <laughs> so I joined the gym purely for that camp and that's where it all started. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so then as the years went on, I, I kind of become really obsessed with fitness because I was yeah. like, okay, like now, now this is like something that I really enjoy. I really mm-hmm. like training because of riding. And then I was turning to social media and I was like really getting obsessed with it. And it kind of became like a really unhealthy obsession. Um, I started watching and comparing myself. So yeah, I I actually like don't recommend this, but I started to train like three times a day and it was so, so bad. But like I would walk up a mountain in the morning and like with weights on my legs, like to like enhance my Mm. heart rate. And I would literally every single morning I'd burn 600 calories. Like I was so obsessed with calorie counting. And then after work for the day, I would go to the gym and do a strength session. And then right after the gym, I would do a boot camp session. So I just, I just remember like, it was so bad, but I just remember I wanted to be like all the girls on Instagram. And so I was under eating as well. Um, and then it kind of developed into binge eating um, yeah. on the days that my body and mind just needed it desperately. So anyways, I, it was a pretty toxic life. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I ended up joining a fitness program that encouraged like the the girls who um, did the program to start Instagram yeah. um, to document the journey. And so at that time, I was also studying to become a personal trainer. Yeah. So that I did that. I started my Instagram page, which back then it was called Taylor Made Bod. I don't know. Yes, if I remember that. Remember. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I became an ambassador for this fitness program that I was doing as well. So yeah. At, and at that point, I, I had already had a very unhealthy obsession with mm. food and, and training. And I was, I was very aware of it. Um, and all I wanted, like, all I wanted was just to like, be normal. Mm. <laughs> like, why, how do people, how do people train without, like, or in my head, I was like, how do people train without like thinking about it or like thinking about how many calories, like, why isn't yeah. that person wearing a heart rate monitor? Like, isn't it important to know? Like, I would have that in my head all the time and like counting everything. And I was, I was like next level obsessed, but, and all I wanted was change, but everything on Instagram that I was seeing and exposed to Mm. and like, including this program, it told me exactly what to do. So I thought that was the only way to like kind of achieve my goals and, you know, be exactly who I wanted to be, but I was so scared to put on weight. And so I didn't want, didn't really want to change anything because that's what I was doing. I'm like, no, I want to lose weight. I wasn't even, I wasn't even big. Like, yeah, I can't you, believe that I thought that yeah. I, there was something wrong with me, but 
yeah, it, it happens to so many girls. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But like, I was so strict and obsessive with the lifestyle and this, this toxic lifestyle went on for years. Like Mm. I just, I couldn't get out of it. And I just remember one of, of like, out of like one of my many moves that I did, like, because I've I've moved from like the snowy mountains to Brisbane to Gold Coast to Sydney back to Gold Coast. I out of out of my many moves, I I remember I joined a gym that did an eight week challenge, and I just remember going into the check ins and weighing and measuring myself, and nothing ever changed, even though I was training three times a week and eating in deficit. Like I was like, how the hell? Like science doesn't work. Like, yeah. And and. So then I was like, you know what, I'm going to go see a naturopath. And I went to see a naturopath and she told me like to stop all the overtraining and under eating and most of all, just change my lifestyle. So one of the things that like I used to suffer with was like really bad anxiety. So I would literally wake up and my heart rate would be like just racing. And it was the same thing, like going to bed. Like I was like, what the hell is wrong with me? So yeah, I had heaps of tests. My, my cortisol was through the roof. It was so high. So yeah, it was, it was all about like my lifestyle that was causing that. And Mm -hmm. obviously like, you know, not, not feeling my body in the right way and training too much. Like my body, I was literally drilling myself into the ground. So yeah. yeah, So, so my lifestyle, it was, it was just training. It was a lot of work. I was taking on a lot of a lot of pressure, like it's freelancing plus like my side hustles. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I, I was, I just had a, lo- a lot of pressure on myself and a lack of self-love comparing myself still every yeah. single day. And it, it was just a toxic life. And yeah. the worst part about it, nobody knew that I had this going yeah. on. Like people were coming to me for inspiration and help. And, you know, like I, I was just, it was, it was such a hidden thing. Like I didn't tell anyone about my issues kind of thing, but, um, I ended up like during that whole time, like I ended up breaking up with a guy that I was with for 12 years after, like shortly after seeing the naturopath, I broke up with him because he, like even just being with him, like I was trying, I was putting my, putting so much pressure on myself to be perfect for Mm -hmm. that as well. And as soon as like I ended things with him, it was like a fresh start my anxiety went straight like went away straight away. Like it was absolutely crazy, the timing, but yeah. And then, and then soon after, like all that happened during, like I was still, I was working with Ashi. Um, I bought a a dirt bike and that transition of my life was the most life-changing thing I've ever, ever had. Like if I didn't buy a bike, I reckon I would still be in that same toxic lifestyle like it's it's you found your passion you found something that you loved so much and it kind of changed everything for you yeah exactly and you know it transformed Mm. me into like you know getting sick of being someone I'm not into being someone I am and eventually it it developed into a love for living life to the fullest Mm. And I honestly feel like during those years I spent obsessing over what I looked like was such a waste of years. Like it stopped me from living. I wanted, I never wanted to go out for dinner with friends. I never wanted to socialize. I spent so much time food prepping and like, I was so obsessive and like, I was so careful with what I ate. And Mm. every single day I was obsessed with what was, I was going to eat next. And 
like woolies make me fat and like don't get me wrong I learned so much about food like I learned I learned so much about food and I think like every girl has to go through that to kind of understand like what food can do for your body and everything but it was just like a really unhealthy obsession and it was a really restrictive lifestyle of dieting and training that kind of forced me to stop having fun and stop living so When I bought a bike, I instantly let go of it. And my obsession shifted because I felt the true impact of living. Mm. And crazy enough, my weight started to drop off. Not not that that matters. Like weight doesn't matter in my opinion, but it just started dropping off. And I was like, oh, what the hell? Like, (laughs) I'm not even thinking about this and it's just happening. And people started to comment on me and I was like, oh, like I didn't know that I was losing weight. Like, I'm not even trying to do that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like, I I started to gain a healthier outlook on life just Mm. from riding. And to me, like riding has saved my life. I honestly look back and I like who I used to be. I can't even recognize her. Like I, I can't, I can't believe who I used to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I guess yeah. like how social media played a role in this, um, mm. I didn't realize it at the time, but it, I, I honestly feel like my Instagram page back then, Taylor made Bud, mm. that is what kept my unhealthy obsession going. Like yeah. my page and that identity online was 100% fitness. So I was trying to live up to that, that 100% every single yeah. day. Yeah. And, and like, I didn't even know that it was making it worse. And And then as soon as I bought my bike, I made the decision to completely remove all of my fitness stuff off my page. Um, Like I still, don't get me wrong, like I I still love promoting, um, you know, training, like it's good for Mm. you. And I love, and I love sharing my recipes all the time. Um, But, but I I don't want to obsess over it like I used Mm. to, because I think, you know, I don't want, I don't want the younger audience who follow me for bikes now to be like, oh, so I need to be really focused on this food that I'm eating and like, and yeah. training um, in order to be a good rider. Like, yeah, I, I just, I, yeah. So I ended up um, like doing a massive cull off my Instagram, like, you know, removing everyone who has anything yeah. to do with food yeah. on my Instagram, like macros, for yeah. example, like yeah. everyone who does promotes yeah. that. I'm like, yeah. Delete, delete, delete. Yeah, and, good. Yeah, and sometimes and that's what you got to do. you got to cull. you yeah. got to just be a bit savage. And you don't mean it in a bad way. It's got nothing to do with these people. But it's yeah. like you can tell that I'm gonna, I can fall into an unhealthy pattern, an unhealthy trap. And if I've got to make these steps and do these things to kind of stop that from happening. And for you, if it's unfollowing accounts that make you doubt yourself <laughs> and make you, oh, there's your doggo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Hi. Do you want to do you want to see him? Yeah, I want to see him. <laughs> okay. Oh, little sausage dog. Hello. Yeah. Hello. What's his name? Oh, well, this you'll probably laugh at this. <laughs> oh. Hang on. Okay, let me put it down. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay, I'll show you the other ones. Oh, no, they've just run out. Okay. Um, uh, his, his name is Plankton. All oh, right, he's here. Guys, if you are not watching us on YouTube, go and watch us on YouTube so you can see how cute these dogs are. Oh, how cute. Oh, he's got blue eyes. One, one blue eye and oh, one brown one blue eye. blue and one brown eye. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Hello. So, sidetrack. <laughs> yeah, sidetrack. That's completely fine. It happens. Um, I just, yeah, I love that journey that you went through through health. And I think you said something about 
um, you you weren't living, you know, you weren't living until you bought that dirt bike. And it's, you know, as women, young women, like we can spend so much time obsessing over a certain aesthetic. You know, we follow yeah. accounts and we see these girls and they look amazing and like, yeah, that's great for them. But if we're going to live our life to look like someone else and to be like someone else and to, you know, fulfill this unrealistic standard of beauty, we're never actually going to live, you know, oh, and that's exactly. what, that's what you said you were doing. You know, you were trying to fulfill that aesthetic and nothing was changing for you. You were just becoming more anxious. You were getting more down on yourself. Your confidence was low and it wasn't until you turned around and you tried something different and you, did something you actually enjoyed that everything in life fell into place and it's like that's what yeah. happens when you're your true self and you're authentic and you do your own thing and you don't yeah. worry about what you see online and I think one thing I always say to people is you know what you see on someone's social media is the one percent it's the edited it's the flashy it's the happy version of their life and yeah I know people sometimes yeah. get on there and they cry and they say but it's still not their whole life you know and it's, yeah. you have to take it with a pinch of salt and be like great that person's got a beautiful body they love fitness but this is what I love and this is what I do and this is me and that's okay yeah. as well. And I think, you know, that's what you did. And then look at what happened with your life. Everything changed. Yeah. Everything got yeah, so exactly. much better. You know, and I think that's yeah. such a good lesson to take from this is that we need to live for ourselves and find the things that truly make us happy, not the things that we think should make us happy in life. So, yeah, yeah exactly right. Great story. I really, really loved that. So, as of, yeah. so you are a, an influencer yourself. You have a pretty big yeah. following online. Um, you know, and you said you still love health and fitness, so you do promote it a little bit. However, how do you do that so it's inclusive, so it doesn't lead people down this rabbit hole of, oh, I need to look like this, I need to do this, or, you know, I need to count this, you know, how do you get rid of that fitspo culture and just make it normal yeah. and realistic? Yeah, well, to be honest, like, yeah, I, like what you said, like, I, I would never, I, I don't want to be called the fitness influencer. And, yeah. you know, if someone came to my page, it doesn't yeah. really look like a fitness, no. a fitness page kind of yeah. thing anymore. Like yeah. it used to be. Um, I try not to share that lifestyle mm. and like as I said like I'll share my f45 sessions because yeah. I love that and yeah. my happy way recipes to promote yeah. the love for that yeah um, and that's exactly how I do it I promote yeah. the things that I love if yeah. you love a way of training do that if yeah. you love a recipe do that yeah. if you love moving your body in the form of riding a dirt bike mm. do that and I think when like when you're doing things that you don't love and you're doing it for the outcome instead, like yeah. the way that you look, that's yeah. that's a life that you won't be able to maintain because no. when you love it, it's easy to do. So yeah, absolutely. You know, I jump I jump out of bed to go riding and that itself is the biggest workout. Yeah. But I genuinely don't see it as being a workout. No. Like like riding is so hard. Like yeah, there's a hundred yeah. kilos underneath you and that is a lot to handle. Like yeah. I've, I've actually had my heart rate monitor on, on a ride before. Mm. And because I was so curious, I was like, I wonder how many calories, like, yeah. and like how much energy you actually burn mm. during a ride. And it was an average ride day is around a thousand calories. Wow. Um, burn. So like, wow, that's it's, insane. It's, a, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Like it's a hundred kilos underneath you. So um, and like, the thing is like, I, I never look at it as exercise. Mm. I, I yeah. never, ever see it that way. Yeah. I, I, I'm like, oh, 
crazy. I can't believe that mm. that burns energy. Yeah, like yeah, this is yeah. so fun. Like this is just a fun thing to do with my friends. Yeah. And it's something that pushes me out of my comfort zone. It's a thrill. Mm. And I guess, I guess like that is, that is how you should live on. Yeah. And like, if you're going to promote something on Instagram, it shouldn't be, yeah. you know, like, like I'm doing this because I want to look mm. this way. I'm, I'm doing this because I fucking love it. Yeah, Sorry for swearing. It. I don't no, know. Yeah, we're allowed to swear. Let it out. I love the passion. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and yeah, I guess like, I guess when someone's telling you to do something mm. exactly the way they do it, like a fitness yeah. program, every, everybody in two words, everybody yeah. is different yeah. in their passions and Absolutely. everybody like, yeah. like an actual body is yeah. everybody is different, mm. you know, like Completely. their passions, their genetics, their life path, their day, what they like the taste of, what they, how their body reacts to things, you know, yeah. goals, everything mm. like that. Um, we all have such different lives and not one person is identical. It's, it's mm. that same thing, like not one, one size fits all kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And, and I see, you know, fitness and health as a personal journey and it should never be judged by anyone. And, yeah. you know, it, it is a unique system for each individual. And yeah. the only way that you can learn is by experiencing new things and seeing what works best for you and your personal goals and, mm. you know, finding exactly what fits your life and fulfills you. Yeah. Incredible. You're amazing. <laughs> Amazing. So I do want to get a little bit more into your motocross life. Um, so the first thing, motocross is such a male-dominated sport, but obviously girls just like yourself are killing it in this space. Um, yeah. How do you navigate being a woman in what is supposedly a man's sport? And what are some of the hurdles you've had to overcome? Yeah, it, yeah, it is definitely a male-dominated sport. Mm. And yeah, um, I just have fun. But I guess the only way I navigate it is just by, by doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. um, and something, something like you, me- you mentioned, like it's a, a woman in a man's sport. Like mm. I, I have developed a mindset that no, I'm a woman in a, in a sport. Yeah. Like not, not yeah. even a man's sport. No. Like, yeah, there are more men that men mm. that do it, but it's a sport and not, not just one gender owns it. And I think, Absolutely. I think it's like any, any sport, you know, like there's, some yeah like dancing might might be a female sport but like we don't judge the guys who do it you know um so yeah I've I've just I I, that's how I see it and um you know like I have one it is what it is yeah yeah exactly and I I actually had um I'd had like girls a girls can ride event um which which actually Happy Way was one of the sponsors of that so beautiful um but I had a girls can ride coaching event and um there was one girl Taylor McCutcheon and Mm -hmm. and she is faster than most of the guys out there so girls like she's proof that girls are dominating but but because there are less of us it does make it tricky for us Mm -hmm. to like be taken seriously for sure but Um, I think there is a new level of girl riders out there who just do it for fun, whatever their ability, beginner or girls who have been riding their whole life. It's, it's just starting to become normal to see them out there, which is so cool. Something that I face, I had a comment on one of my social medias. Like I, I always get this, like someone always says, finally, a girl that can actually ride. And that kills me inside because Like, yeah, a normal person would take that as a compliment and be like, oh, thank you for the compliment. But I see it as such an insult to the girl community because, you know, 
Mm. The comments, the comments usually are um, implying that, oh, you're the actually like you're the first girl to actually show that you ride and you're not just posing with the bike, you know, yeah. like, and, and the thing is like, I usually pay videographers to film me riding mm. because it's just what I do on social media. Not everyone has that as a priority. So yeah. it's yeah. hard to get anyone out on the track to show that girls can actually ride, yeah. you know? And yeah. I think those comments really get girls um, afraid to get out there on the track yeah. because they have this like identity of just posing and they can't ride. So they kind of start to believe those negative comments from people. And I just think like every single girl can ride no matter what their ability with nobody is born a pro and these girls can still physically ride. Like, you know, give, I always think like give these girls a break because how else are they going to learn? Like I, mm. I support every single girl rider, um, what, no matter yeah. what level and, I cheer on everyone because yeah, every, any girl that gets out there on the track is a rider, you know, like, and, and they could either sit at home and not ride at all, you know, like, so yeah, but, um, yeah, I, I think that's like something that I know that a lot of girls struggle with and it, it really like kills me inside when I see those kinds of comments. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, of course. So despite the challenges, what pushes you to keep going and how to staying positive and putting your mind um, to success in this sport actually help you? So, you know, what tips do you have for other women who may have taken up riding and maybe they're feeling the pressure or they're feeling like, oh, I don't know, you know, and they're ready to throw in the towel? What would you say to that girl? Yeah, I guess I guess the thing that um, keeps me going is that it's just so fun to me and that's my biggest mm. why. So I guess like what I would say to a girl is like, don't don't forget why you're doing it. You're not yeah. doing it for anyone else, you know? Yeah. Um, and like, there's, there's definitely days that I, I do struggle with my mind mm. to try new jumps. And the only, and only time I experience that is when I overthink it. Yeah. And I yeah. think overthinking is a killer for make, for getting anywhere in life. Because mm. when naturally, like if you, if you overthink about something, then, then it's so easy to think more about the negatives rather than yeah. the positives. So yeah. when, when you're thinking about the negatives, there's no way that you're going to try that jump. So, yeah. um, and you know, like overthinking always is a bad thing. So, I mean, um, like, yes, you want to be safe and calculated when you try a jump, but if you have the right technique and speed and strength to hold on in case you do land bad on a jump, you kind of need to prepare early days to be able to have that confidence. So, yeah. Um, like I would suggest like getting coached um, and mm-hmm. actually going to the gym and training so that you do have yeah. that strength um, yeah. to hold, like to be able to, you know, hold onto your bike. But um, yeah, like if, if um, like over, overthinking comes when you, when you've never tried something before and, and it's the, what if I come up short and land mm-hmm. bad on this jump and hurt myself? And that can really stop you from getting out of your comfort zone. So yeah. I guess my, my way around that is to just dismiss those thoughts and commit yeah. I've I've become really good at blocking out negative thoughts where they've yeah. almost numb to me now. Yeah. I don't Amazing. I don't think about anything. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Great. I I I I can't even think about yeah. anything negative and yeah. I just have so much belief that things always work out and yeah. you know if I fail then it's a good thing because I learn from it. But mm. like, I'm I'm just not scared to fail anymore and yeah, I guess like my tips for women to be would to be to get confident and start believing yourself and knowing that girls can do it too. And we can do anything we put our minds to. And yeah, like I said, if you're not confident, find a coach that can help you learn the correct technique. I've been coached 
all my younger years. And I truly don't think I'd be the right I am if, if, if I hadn't had coaching done. So, yeah. yeah. Incredible. So why motocross? This is such an extreme sport, such an adrenaline yeah. rush. You know, what is it about it that you love so much that makes you so happy? Yeah, I, I love this question. Yeah. Motocross is risky. Yeah. Um, but yeah. We, we do it for the thrill of living. Yeah. I, have, I have a mentality that life is to be lived and mm-hmm. life is too short. And I think my mindset from this comes from feeling like I lost all of, like mm-hmm. most of my life from obsessing about that lifestyle that I was yeah. just talking about, like health and fitness lifestyle. And, and like, it also comes from family illness scares. Like I just, I remember getting a call from my mom once and she's like, Oh, like this family member has cancer. And, yeah. and then I was like, well, oh, shit, like, yeah. like, she could, like they could die. Like, I'm like, and I remember I actually had money to like buy a house and I was like, you know what, I'm going to put that money towards a dirt bike instead because yeah. I could die tomorrow and, mm. you know, like I hadn't lived. So yeah. I think that's kind of where that mentality comes from and you got to live otherwise life will take away and we will literally get to the end of our life realizing we did nothing to help us experience life in the most fulfilled and exciting way and I think life is just so precious and we've got this one life. Like why not do something that is just so fun to you? So that's why I chose motocross. And I also love the escape from reality, from the reality side of it. I personally find going to a track and riding, it's like, it's nearly a form of meditation to me because you're kind of forced to switch off and mm. you know like you're wearing your helmet you don't have an influence from the outside world you don't have a voice coming yeah. in from someone else you mm. you're literally it's just you and your bike and this crazy machine underneath you that is 100 kilos and it's loud and you know it's it's just you and your bike and yeah I that's exactly why I do it and I love that I can go out to the track and not think and yeah. just have fun amazing so cool can I come yeah. and ride with you one day? I've never ridden a motorcycle yes. before, but you've inspired oh me. I want to come with you. I'll just sit yeah. on the back or something. <laughs> oh, oh, incredible. It's so fun. It's, yeah. it's such a, I, I recommend everyone have a go of it. It's just so fun. Wow. Oh, good on you. It's so great. I love hearing your story from where you've come and the journey you've been on and the self-discovery and you know, getting to this point where you're like, none of this stuff actually matters. All that matters in life is being happy, having fun and enjoying your life, you know, because like you said, you don't know when it's going to end. So you've got to live your life. And yeah, you've got such a great mindset. It's amazing. So for anyone listening, obviously everyone who's listening is going to want to come and follow you if they're not already. So where (laughs) can they find you so they can see all your motocross videos and just see all the awesome things that you do? Um, yep. So on Instagram, I'm just Taylor Eve underscore underscore. Yep. Um, TikTok, same username, Taylor Eve underscore underscore. Um, I vlog every week uh, on YouTube. So you can just find me on YouTube under Taylor Eve, or you can find me on the Happy Way Snapchat, yes. <laughs> Happy Way AU on Snapchat, and I'll be sharing a recipe over there. Do you have your bike there? Can you show us your bike? Yeah. Yeah. I'll just take you downstairs. And this is the bike <laughs> that you just. I got it last year. Okay. Amazing. Yeah. How often do you ride? Um, I ride like every weekend. Every weekend. Okay. Amazing. Yeah. Twice a week. This is, this is the bad boy here. It's all black today. Oh, wow. 
<laughs> oh my god, that's so cool. Yeah, I can put like white the white yep. plastics on. Okay. Or or the green plastics. Ah, okay. oh, cool. Or I like I've got green. I've got black and I've also got grey. So whatever whatever gear I'm wearing, yeah, okay. I, um, I change my plastics. Yeah, mix so. and match. Ah, yeah. awesome. I love it. Thank you. So that brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening and I hope you have taken even just one piece of wisdom from this episode that you can apply to your life to help you grow and be a happier and healthier version of you. Please like, subscribe, leave a review on Apple Podcasts and make sure to share us on your socials. Sending lots of love to you all. Bye. Yay.